Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of December. It's 9% football, 67% festive cheer. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Andy Russell. Russell and Campbell. It's a great conjunction. Jupiter and Saturn here again. <laughs> Who's who? Um, oh, Jupiter's like the big one, isn't it? Mm. So I guess Brussels. The... Un- unfortunately, because we're talking about both the endings of the names, we couldn't be a Portmanteau Conte, could we? No, no, that's a shame. Although those don't seem to actually be Portmanteau words on the few that I've heard. Don't it's take mainly it just don't pull at the thread, Kate. It's just mainly sakes. just names of footballers, like it always is. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Well, they are they are portmanteaus, aren't they? He does his best. Yeah, you yeah. See, yeah. I, I thought I was ruining the football ramble with my grumpy intro, yeah. but in fact, it it's very, you. It was. Why was it so grumpy? But well, you, you said it was sixty-seven percent festive cheer, and you guys both sounded a little bit uppish. It, it was up to me to add the Scrooge quotient. It's not actually the way I feel about Christmas. Oh, I, I, I'm I, glad. I feel I feel okay about it. It's interesting to call festive cheer and enthusiasm uppish. Yeah, I've never it? heard anyone describe positivity as uppish. It's very very grinchy. Can't even bring yourself to acknowledge the concept of positivity. What's happened to you, Andy Brassel? The thing is, I've watched all the Christmas films already. A lot. <laughs> oh, any faves? Well, the, the new Grinch actually, I think is. Is actually better than the original one. I, d- I, d- I don't know if that's heresy to say that. Obviously, Home Alone is, is, yeah, is, Home is, Alone is, is a set-piece classic. Is, is, yeah. the, is my favourite, I would think. I've just yeah. been told that Great Escape is a Christmas film. I didn't realise that. Is that really thick? Is it just because it's no on idea. at Christmas all the time? Oh, uh, right. How does something become a Christmas film? 
This is something for a different podcast. Very much. So. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, one in the Stakhanov stable. But. Yeah, we could talk about yeah. Die Hard all day. If you like. <laughs> I couldn't. Is Brazil a Christmas film? You know? All kinds of stuff. We could yeah, do. I couldn't. I, I, I think couldn't. I think Hans Gruber would make a, a a great Premier League head coach. He actually. would actually, wouldn't he? Mm. He'd be very methodical. He'd be more. Um, <sighs> would he would be... do a better job with West Brom than Sam Allardyce. Jeez. So far, possibly. That's a bit unkind, isn't it? They haven't even taken. He hasn't even taken training, has he? And they are not very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's Christmas, but he's not. He's not a full miracle worker, is he? <laughs> I like the way you said it. Do we? Do we still call him Big Sam? You did yesterday. Yeah, I felt it was a little well, bit. That's that's a, the the root of his frosty relationship with Wenger, isn't it? That Wenger called him Allardyce. He refused to call him Big Sam. I'm right. see, that's yeah. I'm a I'm pro Wenger, not yeah. just because of you know. I'm pro sad, I'm, uh, I'm pro Wenger for that. The sad decline, but at the end, I'm you know I'm pro him as a man, as a gentleman. Sad decline. Did you not like his book? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> why do you have to bring Sven into this? <laughs> By it's that chair. It's that chair. It's not Marcus. I know. I didn't realise that his mind was being controlled by this chair. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying. I'm I'm channeling all sorts of things I didn't expect to channel. Should we get into Burnley Wolves? Go yeah. on then. Has a has a sentence ever sounded more in, inspiring of enthusiasm than that? I'm going to be honest. I looked at the fixtures yesterday, and I I did not expect this one to be up first. No, but it didn't disappoint, did it? It was actually a really good game. Yeah. And Burnley were excellent as well. I think they were back to doing what they do best at its sort of top level because um, they just look like such a bastard to play against mm, like just, so they're just, when they're on their game they just make everything hard they battle for everything and like I, the ball's in the air a lot without them being a long ball team if that makes sense do you know what I mean mm. a lot of like they would just sort of they would chip the ball into the box at every opportunity. It's just like they're always going for knockdowns. It's just like you must feel like a knackered salmon by the end of playing them. <laughs> Swimming upstream. Well, and diving around a lot onto oh, rocks. I'm with you. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So actually, Barnes got his first goal uh, since last November. He opted for that sort of standing still looking angry celebration, mm. uh, which maybe was the only one that came to mind. Is, is, it's been it, such a while. Is that not just his default anyway? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it fits in very much with his image. I was stunned to learn, A, that he hadn't scored for a year, and B, that he is not genuinely eligible for Austria. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Apparently he he applied for Austrian citizenship. Uh. And um yeah the, the 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 Austrian Ministry of the Interior said no. Oh, oh what? Oh dear. Because uh, he tried to become a full international. A couple, That's a so couple, annoying. A couple of years back. It's not he the Luis Suarez Italian test sort of vibes. <laughs> Next week you're telling me Carl Jenkinson isn't a little bit Finnish. <laughs> I mean, he had the genuine family relationship. But what amuses me is he did actually play for Austria, I think, under 21 mm. level. Yeah. So presumably, when it's like under 17s, under 19s, under 21, you could just go, like, it's just taken on trust. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like so... All right, I'm Ashley, the Austrian. Yeah, Let it, me it sort of team. explains my sort of uh, 21 under 21 caps for the Ivory Coast. Oh, <laughs> lovely. So my dad once played squash for Papua New Guinea. I never really understood that. Really? He wasn't under what? 21. I don't, yeah, I don't have anything else to add to that anecdote. But presumably we, it does can mean we you can just It's like Tim up. Cahill on holiday, isn't it? Yeah, really? Yeah. He just plays squash for people. Oh, well, no, he, he played for American Samoa when he was 14, didn't he? Oh, my God, I did not know that. Holiday, yeah. oh. And that's, that's why it was so difficult for him to get qualified for the Australia yeah. team, because it was like, oh, you've already played for an international team, because the FIFA rules were a little bit different mm. then. 
Uh, what an argument. It was like, yeah, but I was on holiday. What are you talking yeah, about? I just, I just like, love it. I just need to be playing for countries. I'm, yeah. I'm out here doing that. We all get a bit heady on summer holidays. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we all do things we regret. <laughs> uh, Bernie, oh, the thing is, no one's been on holiday okay. at the moment. So yeah. Just say what you like. Is this about Doha again? <laughs> Bernie, out of the relegation zone with that win. Uh, yeah, Chris Wood got the other goal. Both, I mean, from about two yards out. Yeah, but, but know, that's it, though, isn't it? They're going to. The that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They're going to the make stuff. you work your ass off from. T- Two yards out. Yeah. I, I, you do think that Burnley kind of, they get their strength from reveling in the misery of others, really, don't mm. they? <laughs> that, that, that sort of, yeah, Grinchness, I, I, yeah. I, I suppose. Because if you, th- the, the thing that I couldn't stop thinking about throughout this game is the fact that this was where Wolves' Champions League dream definitively died last season, which oh. obviously wasn't, wasn't that long ago. So maybe that's why Nuno was so... Like full of rage at the end because he took it out. He all was on, so full of rage. Well, he, he took it out all on Lee Mason, and then yeah. as a little postscript to that, it was like, well, obviously it wasn't his fault that, he, that we lost. <laughs> Which quite I, yeah, I just don't like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I should speak up for the Masons, but this is what he said: <laughs> the referee is not good enough to whistle. Lee Mason is not good enough. He is just not good enough. I just don't want to see him more. I told him. I hope he does not whistle a game of ours again. Oh. Not good enough to whistle. I, I do like the way that in. It's not um, hard. He's got a whistle. I, I do like the way in Doesn't continental even have to Europe. Do that thing with the, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't. Obviously, do. I do love the way in continental Europe whistle is used as a verb to mean referee. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very fond of that. I do like the idea that it should. They shouldn't have a whistle, but they should have to know how to do that quite <laughs> yeah, impressive thing of, of being able to just whistle with your with your hands and your mouth. I feel what, like so Andy might be able to do that. No. That would actually be part... Because they can do some quite impressive stuff. I was thinking this uh, in a couple of games over the last few days. These referees are really, like, you know, they're obviously super fit. Mm. Some of them, and they've got sweat pouring off them. And then if they also had to, like, manage their mouths into that... It's <laughs> <laughs> a difficult, it thankless, is. bloody task. Absolutely. It's absolutely thankless. Uh, yeah, and also that was despite old Moutinho being fortunate to stay on the pitch... Wolves getting a penalty put away by Fabio Silva as well. First goal in the Premier League for the 18-year-old. Yeah. Yes. Lovely stuff. I think it's, uh, you know, uh, the main issue here is this is always going to start to catch up with them at some point, but Raul Jimenez You're gonna is say obviously they're such, a, oh, right. such a, a miss, isn't he? Like oh, he's yeah. obviously, of course, their main goal threat and that's like, there's no criticism of them because he's such a good player. One of the best sort of kind of striking focal points in the league. Well, I think as we, as we spoke about on this, sorry, Jim, I was going to say, as we spoke about um, like maybe last week, I think with, with Marcus, we can't criticise them for Raul Jimenez getting injured, mm. but we can criticise them for not having a plan when he does getting injured. When he does get injured, because they've absolutely flogged him since yeah, yeah. since mm. since he's, he's he's been there, and well, they've the, never had a backup, had an alternative. And I understand Fabio Silva cost a, a, a lot of money, but he wasn't made just to be thrown in. He's barely played any first team football yeah. for for Porto. So I, I'm just looking forward to seeing what. Um, uh, Portuguese markets opportunity they come up with in yes. January. Yeah, quite. Well, they had the Owen Otisoe, the 19-year-old American making his full Premier League debut for Wolves as well. And it's also just a symptom, I guess. You know, they, they famously had this very settled squad last season and they did really well with that. And I guess any kind of the Raul Jimenez issues throwing them off course, mm. partly, but it's also they don't have that settled 
Cecil scored this time around and perhaps and perhaps they're just not playing enough football maybe that's the issue possibly well the only team in the whole Premier League who are like we need more (laughs) (laughs) get us more games yeah so look Burnley out of the out of the relegation zone there and well deserved they don't Mm. look like to me anyway they didn't look like a team that are going to go down this season with a performance like that no All right, let's dig in to the London derby that took place after that one. Chelsea up against West Ham. Final score, 3-0. This this seems to me like a a scoreline that flattered the hosts somewhat. Mm. Um, It was about halfway through the second half. No, maybe maybe towards the end of the towards the end of the first half sorry one of the commentators was like oh yeah Chelsea have really got control of this game and that is not my feeling about it at all yes they scored a great header Thiago Silva scored a great header but I don't know I think a, I think 1-1 would have been a reasonable scoreline yeah. for this game there was that Jared Bowen goal that was frankly I don't know what you guys thought but to me inexplicably disallowed Thiago Silva sort of tripped over himself and um, what I thought immediately after that is not just was it a pretty poor decision it's a massive risk from Thiago Silva. Yes, Someone who's to stop defending effectively. To, to basically think, oh, I'll, I'll get away with this. Yeah. I mean, because he did trip himself up. I, I don't think there was any hint of accident in it. When the live text, it was like, oh, um, Bowen clips his heels. and No, he wasn't close. He wasn't, he wasn't close. close. And you watch it back a couple of times and you're like... Well, they didn't, I don't know, there wasn't much uproar about it in the actual game or in the commentary, I mean, uh, yeah, which I, I very surprising. Uh, same, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist about it. But well, that is your uh, modus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Utter <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Sorry, you're saying you don't want to be, Andy. Right, okay, go ahead. If it had been oh, at the other end of the pitch. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> if, He's uh, had the vaccine, guys. <laughs> and if... Valbuena had tripped over his own feet, for example. Um, Tammy Abraham had put it in mm. and it was disallowed. I, I feel pretty sure we would have seen it like 50 times. Well, it's said, isn't it, that you know great strikers can make something out of nothing. Is that also true of great defence? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give myself a free kick here. Get away with that. Presumably he did just trip. Just Because he, he can't have gone... Because what I was thinking as I was watching it is he, he can't have gone down thinking what you're saying. Can he, surely? Like I'm going to just stop defending at this point when Jared Bowen. I don't win myself a free kick. Yeah, mm. I just don't. I don't believe that. But how else do you trip yourself over? <laughs> oh, I, I've multiple. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how it's. To be fair, you don't know how you've done it until you're on the way down. But you know, I promise you, you can do it. Now this this is a separate show. Jim's <laughs> <laughs> <Gyms> pratfall. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, we are saying obviously it didn't feel like a 3-0, but um, you've got to give Chelsea credit in that case, haven't you, for mm. making it a 3-0. Two, two great finishes from Tammy Abraham, second one in particular. And um, that's it's an interesting battle up front now, isn't it? Because I know he and Werner can and do indeed play together, but is, is Timo Werner's form a little bit of a worry? Are you, are you surprised Timo by Yeah, it? he was on our forward to school, wasn't he? Yeah. Is that your pick? No. No. Um, anyway, Luke picked him to score yeah, first. Yeah, mate, he's, he's he could not put the ball run. in the back of the net. No, but I, I, I think it's a matter of time. He'll get there. And the thing is, he's not a striker who's contributing nothing while he's not no. scoring. So I don't, I don't mm. think it's a Fernando Torres type issue. What I, I did think was quite amusing is towards the end of that where he thought, no goals in 10. I'll show you. And it wasn't enough to put it in. Yeah. He wanted to like knock the, Not the composite plastic <laughs> off the ball <laughs> and, and then take the whole frame of the goal down. <laughs> and it didn't work. No. Yeah, he said to Timo Werner, the Premier League is a little bit different to my old league. It's tougher than I thought. The contact here is harder than in Germany. It's what I expected, but not like this. 
your take? Interesting. Bracelet. That's, that's, that's a bit weird. To yeah, me, I, it, me feels, it feels a lot, A, that he's playing quite well, and B, a lot of the time, no one can catch him anyway. So yeah. where is the contact? Well, also, as well, that's what everyone says about the Premier League. <laughs> it's like saying, I moved to England and everyone's speaking English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you so, not is this read really the brochure, mate? You, <laughs> yeah. Odd. Yeah, yeah I, I, do, I do remember once um, having an interview with a Premier League player blown out and a press officer sending me an, an email saying these would have been his answers. Brilliant. To, wow. To, to the following questions. So I wonder if that's what happened with Timo Werner. Did, okay, anyone, say, did, did anyone see Werner say that? Or is, yeah. is this just directly from the press office? Oh, dear. <laughs> this is what Timo Werner might have said. I don't know if you'd want him to be saying that, though, would you particularly? Or, or unless you were fluffing the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, don't watch the Bundesliga. I know I know we watched the Bundesliga when there was no other football on and that was fine. Yeah. But when there's Premier League football on, the point is it's harder and better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, constant Premier League PR line, isn't it? Yeah, exactly right. Uh, is it was he a bit of a dick Werner as well when he sort of slid in on Lucas Fabianski and just no, didn't even look back. Was... Didn't even look back. He just no, you're dead to me because I've killed you with my studs. <laughs> <laughs> No. Not scored for 10 games, can't show any weakness. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was that. Maybe, Didn't even maybe, look that. maybe back. that's part of it. I think well, he, he wasn't really at fault there, was he? So he probably thought, well, it's not my fault. I don't have to look back. I'm not going to waste the energy. Yeah, fair enough. He's it's, it's quite a tough guy, Werner, though. I mean, yeah. people. Massive Terminator vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he was Wait a minute, he's Austrian. Sounds isn't he? a bit no. like Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> No, Arnold Schwarzenegger, not even Austrian, turns out. Like, like, like well, he's like in charge in America, isn't he? He's not in charge in America. That's a different nightmare. Um, <laughs> he's governor, no, he was governor California, of California, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, for a long time. Yeah. How much more in charge do you want? I'm not governor of anything. And he's governor of bins. <laughs> what have you got? Uh, yeah, before the game... Declan, in fact, uh, Frank Lampard was talking about Declan Rice uh, being released from the Chelsea Academy, and he's yeah. like, "Don't care; these things happen. Whatever." Mm. He wasn't particularly left to rue it, uh, but someone who does seem to be ruining Declan Rice's departure a little bit more was uh, was Mick McCarthy. He's had a bit of a tell-all moment mm. about when Declan told him he was going to be playing for England. I guess that was one of those uh, friendly, you know, could it be friendly? Let it go, just let it go, Mick. These things happen he says i had a bit of a snarl at him down the phone it wasn't it wasn't oh thanks for letting me know good luck with that i hope it goes well for you it was the opposite of that <laughs> i love that because this is mick mccarthy's side of side of the story do you know what i mean can you imagine what the actual reality was like? oh i'd love God. to hear declan rice's take on this he headbutted me down the phone it's horrible <laughs> can you... screaming at me it's absolutely terrifying isn't it to yeah. think if that's him realizing that he's been a little bit out of order I, I, I think Mick McCarthy can make an absolute fortune on Cameo. Just like, <laughs> yes. pay, Is that still going, Cameo? Insult you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I, I, he'd, he'd clean up on that. I'd love Mick McCarthy to just go off on one at me for 10 minutes. Okay, really, yeah, I'd, think, I'd pay good money for that. I think that's a bit more of an insight than what we were necessarily expecting today, Jim. Um, but, you know, what you do in your private life is, is, is fine with all of us, isn't it, Andy? Yes. Yeah, good. Um, he also said that he doesn't uh, allow any of his family to say Roy Keane's name in the house, like Voldemort. You yeah. see, th- this sounds this sounds like a bit like deconstructing Mick McCarthy because I, I expect him to be, you know, the Yorkshire-based Ireland representing straight talker that he is. Mm. To say, well, who cares? 
Yeah, turns out he cares a lot. He, he cares a lot that's about a lot nice. of. He cares a lot about a lot of stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, it, it seems to take it to heart and then sort of react to it in a quite a macho way. Because the, the stuff, the stuff he's talking about here about how he's banned people from saying <laughs> Roy Keane's name in his house is quite. Uh, 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 is this all right, Mick? Do you need to talk to someone? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but the name can go. inspire such dread. I mean, it was a it was a pretty cringe incident. If you know yeah. what I mean, I suppose like, so, and it's very and it's defined his career down. in some ways. Yeah, the, that World Cup and not turning of up, his and Roy well. Keane walking his dog and all that sort of stuff instead of wanting to play for Ireland. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Maybe have you but, not got any nemeses whose names you don't say? You don't allow well, said in your house. Can't say them. No, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Write it down, and I'll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's, 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 you just don't think of Mick McCarthy being on the edge like this. I, I remember interviewing him once and he said that he thought Raman Dominic was the, the best coach he'd ever played under. And obviously I didn't say anything, but I clearly looked like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and he, he, he looked quite offended just by my look, really? which ah. I was trying to swallow. Yeah, you know, I was trying to like start it out, but obviously not very successfully. I think your view is quite a level-headed, man. I feel like you've got quite a good poker face, especially under a mask, I guess. But you know, well, yeah, but def- definitely not when someone says Raymond Dominic is the best coach I've ever played mm. under. Yeah, if you I were mean, doing this face every, right now, that every, wouldn't have worked. Everyone has limits. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that's your limit. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we found it. I don't, I don't have Dominic's name mentioned in my house for what it's worth. <laughs> I don't feel like any of us talk about Dominic enough, especially when he proposed to his girlfriend live on TV after France went out of the World Cup. <laughs> and she looked absolutely mortified. We should all be talking about that every day. But the, the quotes from uh, from Mick McCarthy about this incident are absolutely amazing, aren't they? Like He talks about having a competition in his house. We have a bit of a competition in our house that anybody who mentions Saipan or the other fellow would mean... Whoa, he can't say it. So he doesn't even say it in yeah. the interview. Yeah, any That day is outstanding. Wins the Dick of the Day award. Whether it's said to me or said to any of my family, they'll say, oh, Dad, I had the dick of the day today. Somebody mentioned it. It's like, that doesn't sound great, does it? For one thing. But like, just, oh, my God, Mick. Normally someone does mention it on a daily basis, you know. A daily basis. Jesus. You know Roy Keane's going to read that and just love it. Yeah. Well, not love it. I don't know if Roy Keane loves. I would absolutely but... love it. <laughs> but like, he's just winning, isn't he? Just living in your head rent-free. Living in your family home rent-free. Yeah, that is a worry. Anyway, <laughs> over on Football Ramble Presents, uh, Fantasy Five Aside is back. This week, I was joined by YouTuber, Jackmate's Happy Hour host and long-suffering West Ham fan, Jackmate. We broke down a side oozing with class and potential lariness. It was great fun. So do head over to Football Ramble Presents and have a listen. We got to talk about some uh, some characters on there. It was a lot of fun. I listened to it and it was excellent. Did you listen to it, Kate? Not yet. But I intend to. I can't believe you just done that to me. Oh, under the bus. Thrown under so the bus. Ruthless. Look, I want to and I will. Just because you've got to show off that you're the you're the main teacher's pet in the room. Well, look, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll expect you to message me later and tell me what your favourite book I was. I will. I always do notes anyway. I'll send you my classic yeah, notes. Please do. <laughs> He'll really look forward to that. <laughs> Break down your syntax. Suggest alternative words you could have used. Oh, Jim, you're such a lucky guy, aren't oh, you? No, Is that no. why you've been being so nice to West Ham today? I feel like you have been. Did have he I? kind of bring you over to the, to the side, the dark no, side? No, no. I, um, I, I have a bit of a soft spot for West Ham. Yeah, uh, you're I from Essex. They're your second yeah, team, right? Yeah, exactly. They're the team that um, basically a lot of people that I grew up with support. I technically probably should support them, but I just, I just don't. You could um, change now, to be honest. Uh, nah, still, give up. still not worth it. Just give up. It's like... <laughs> 
Just give up. Well, I suppose actually they can be your Premier League team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. I'm gonna let's get to a break and you can just think think long and hard about that while we have the ads. Lovely. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week on Stakhanov. Over on the Luke and Pete show, we've been discussing our usual nonsense from Disney princesses to fizzy lagers and a whole load more. Here's a taster of what's been on the show. For some reason, our little recording system has got this piece of music installed in it. I think it's uh, incidental music in a sex ed uh, BBC Two um, 10 a.m. kind of job. No way! It is! It's too groovy! It's too groovy! Yeah, it's just like, uh, now on BBC Two, <laughs> sex and your child. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, over on WrestleMe, we've been doing the 12 days of WrestleMemus, which you can find on our Patreon or your favourite podcast player. That's why also America is, like, leading the world in serial killers, you know, because they have room. They have room, room they have to dismantle, <laughs> to, to dismember, dismantle, dismember, to stuff yes. to make marionettes. Mm-hmm. Um, over here, very difficult to be a serial killer. I would knock into things. I'd you get would. blood everywhere. But there's always some nosy beak, isn't there? <laughs> Someone sticking their nose in where yeah. it doesn't belong. All that and more at Sukarnov. Hi, I'm Danny Welbeck, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Oh, so you are. Welcome back, everybody. 67% festive cheer. How much percent football would we say? I don't think there has been enough festive cheer from you, Scroogey. Let's get to your emails, shall we? We 
we've got one here from Mike Gibson. Uh, listening to Jim talking about having Jack and Bash rolling around his head reminds me of a couple of years. What? Reminds <laughs> me of a, a couple of years ago at Wilderness Festival. Somewhat worse for wear, spending most of the evening at the Valley, a part of the festival that's essentially a magical 3,000-person rave in the middle of a forest, very much like Charlton's Valley in that case. Uh, for an entire night, let's say 10 p.m. to 4 a.m., I had the name Shea Yojo popping into my head about every 10 minutes. Mm. At that time, I believe Ojo was a Liverpool youth teamer who had yet to make an appearance. And to this day, I have no idea how he came to perform a sellout residency in my brain <laughs> for an entire night. That's I've, what we I've, should have used in the Mick McCarthy yeah. bit. Yeah. I've got really, an idea of why that might have happened. <laughs> but it's really heartening to hear that I'm not the only one it's happened to. Would love to hear from anyone who's become briefly obsessed with an obscure footballer for any reason. Yeah, I mean, that, that like I said, that happened to me the other night. I couldn't sleep because the word your hand bash was just rolling around my head. I also had it once with the word Ullapool. It just happens sometimes. So it's more like the word, is it, rather yeah. than the concept? You didn't have him in your, the image of him in your mind. No, but although obviously the word regularly conjures it, so it's a weird sort of mind prison to be trapped in when all you want is a lovely sleep. Uh, but I'm actually <laughs> glad to hear that it's not just me that that happens to as well, and also that it's not just me with bizarre footballers. Shay Ojo is a, is an even stranger one, though. That, um, yeah, I, that once, I don't know how you rank the strangeness, though, really. I suppose they're all quite weird. It, it, just it, generally it, having it in your head. It's obscurity, isn't it? I mean, I once named a fanzine that I founded after an obscure footballer. Stop it. I didn't know that. I had, when I was, I guess, about 12, okay. I, I, I had um, a fanzine called There's Only One Mark Yudelevich because it was the <laughs> longest name I could find of a player who'd ever played for Wimbledon. And nice. I wanted it to be, you know, anti-commercial and non-catchy. Yeah. Run it off on the photocopier at my mum's work and uh, sold it on the terraces. Aww, that's really sweet. I, and it's you... a shame because your, your newsletters are just about conspiracy theories now, aren't they? Your chemtrails and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be so innocent. Did you? No, there were always hidden messages, Jim. <laughs> Even at that age. You're as bad as them. <laughs> <laughs> like those poems where everything, the first letter of every single one of them spells a message. Yeah. That's so how it was. That's why you needed so many letters. Yes. That's yes. What, that was what Ab- it was. Absolutely. It's a code. Something about lizards. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Sleesman has been in touch. Uh, he says, some of you may be familiar with my hometown Cleveland Cavaliers of the NBA. During yes. the autumn following the 2016 championship, the Cavs visited Columbus, Ohio to train at the facilities of the Ohio State University Buckeyes. Two Cavs players famous for hijinks, Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson, visited a well-known bar in this college town and after enjoying their burgers and fries, proceeded to select the thong song <laughs> on the jukebox no fewer than a dozen times. So after waiting <laughs> for the second iteration to start, thereby guaranteeing their selections would play consecutively, Fry and Jefferson immediately left the bar, leaving their fellow patrons <laughs> to enjoy the genius Cisco's romantic ruminations of his Juliet's dump and its resemblance to a truck, truck, truck. <laughs> uh, that is amazing. That is brilliant. That's what my life is when Thong Song gets in my head. It just stays in there all day. So I respect the hell out of that. It's but- funny, when you see Richard Jefferson on, on telly now, he's, he's a pundit and he's, he's so considered and sensible. Huh. I, I particularly enjoy the idea of him doing something like this. Mm. I mean, Channing Fry's famous for being a... A bit of a one. Right. But that's that's interesting. Well, that's, that is the joy of Thong Song, if you ask me. It's the sincerity of it on the surface of it. Huh. It sounds like it's really serious, but it, it is about a man who wants to see some thongs. Yes. You don't want to re, re-up your rendition? No, I, uh, I will learn how to bang it out um, perfectly at one stage, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> Maybe you can be your moment, Barcelo. <laughs> no, I wouldn't pick that. I'll pick something by, by P. Diddy, I reckon. Yeah. See, really? I, 
I'm not really, I'm terrible. At, I'm a terrible singer, but I do. But Pete Diddy's a terrible rapper, which is exactly true. why I pick it. Yeah. I mean, you're bound to do a better version than him. Yeah, but I do. It is one of my personal ambitions to just learn how to do an absolutely perfect rendition of song song, <laughs> dance moves and everything, and just surprise everyone with karaoke one day. If I can nail that key change, my life will peak. Well, Jim, Christmas has been a bit strange this year and you probably have a bit more time on your hands. So I feel like 2020 is the year for it. Yeah. And if, I'm, I'm if there's any year. I'm already the person with the most time on his hands of anyone I know. So <laughs> if, if not now, then when? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Speaking of weird behaviours or, 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 or behaviours to be praised that are also weird, uh, let's skip into the MLS for a bit, shall we? Mm. Or into, into the States anyway. Los Angeles FC, they've reached the final of the CONCACAF Champions League. A big, a big deal, clearly. They came through and they came through in a, a manner befitting uh, a, a competition of such, you know, importance. Yes. They beat. Club America 3-1, despite the fact that they had a man sent off before half-time when they were already a goal down. And they also experienced the ignominy of watching one of their assistant coaches having his hair pulled yeah, this by is Miguel Herrera. It's absolutely amazing. The Club America head coach. Yeah, who was also wearing like a beautiful sort of lilac suit. It was, like, there, yeah, There's it was a lot to enjoy about this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of the Prince exhibition at the O2, <laughs> in fact. It's all very undignified beautiful and yeah Memo Ochoa was involved wasn't he the legendary uh, Mexican goalkeeper in the uh, Atuesta sending off as well mm. I found that very hard to pulled understand a, pulled a bit of a fast one there yeah well he just copped a dive didn't he basically oh okay yeah. but then afterwards there seemed to be a lot of like wriggling going on <clears throat> wriggling <laughs> yeah there was, there, there was there was wriggling yeah I, 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 I am interested in uh, LAFC actually I mean I, I don't really watch MLS much to be perfectly honest but I went out there and did an, one of my early at the matches at Los Angeles FC which was sort of tacking on to the end of my weekend in LA I went and had a look out of curiosity and I never expected what it's actually like there I mean when the Bank of California Stadium is full it's amazing the atmosphere is incredible I think one of the first things I saw when I was in there is you know when you have the um, sort of fan choreographers mm. who sort of start the chants and, and and the choreography, it was Will Ferrell in a Lucha Libre mask. What? what? Well, he's part owner of the club, right? So um, yeah, is he there every he, time? He, he gets involved. Well, he, he gets involved quite a lot. That's great. It, it was it was it was fantastic. I really enjoyed LAFC. I, I don't fancy their chance of beating Tigres in the final because you know. Mm. You're not going to get past uh, and Andre Pierre Gignac and his um, Tiger Cub. I love it. Oh yeah, Gignac's domination of Mexico is just a, is one of the underrated joys of world football. It's magnificent, it's brilliant. It's quite magnificent. How do you know it was Will Ferrell? Sorry to return to that point. If he was wearing one of those masks, is that not one of the masks that completely covers your head? Yeah, or you just know his physique yeah, he was, so he, well. He was wearing the elf costume, uh, <laughs> so it was pretty obvious. I can't tell if he's being serious or not. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's embarrassing. Um, also, perhaps embarrassing. I'm not sure what you guys thought when you saw this. Is uh, is you know you clear having a bit of a clear out around Christmas or, mm-hmm. or, or whenever you get round to it. I suppose with COVID rules, perhaps not so much at the moment. But you, you know you, you, what you want to be careful of is if you're giving your books away, you don't want to leave any kind of incriminating photos or letters mm. or you know I don't know unpaid tax bills, pencil written notes, pencil written notes <laughs> in, the, in the books, and especially not if you're giving away a Bible to a Marlebone charity shop, uh, Gabriel Jesus and Diego Costa. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, I, a lot of people are saying these photos are fake, if anyone hasn't heard about this, but um, 
Did know. you not think the picture? So basically, what it is? Sorry, I should probably explain if anyone hasn't seen it. Um, it's the it's two photos of what we think it looks like the same woman, almost yeah. certainly. I yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, anyway, in bed with Diego Costa and um, with Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus. Jesus. Separate photos. T- so, yeah, independently. Not, yeah. Um, but. Both Diego Costa and Gabriel Jesus look very like they're one of those life-size... Cardboard cutouts. Do you not yeah. think? They're yeah. very, like, square and uh, stable. It might be that someone has just faked these photos, oh, yeah. put them in a... In a it's a long game, handed. though, isn't it? it, it and, <laughs> and you've got to respect that, haven't you? It's like if, if this person has tried to do this to see if it can get in the news and then they've managed it, fair play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it could be faked because you can get like Diego Costa like face masks on uh, yeah. on um, Amazon and stuff like that. I mean, can't you? in fact, I once got to, <laughs> oh. to, to 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 promote a football show on Instagram to promote a, a radio show that I was doing. I um, got my children to dress up as Diego Costa and <laughs> Rajan Ingalan with face masks on. Nice uh, to, to to promote it. <laughs> I suppose the thing is that mitigates very convincing. That very convincing. Is you... the the muscles on the people that were in the photos? I don't know about you know your kids aren't probably that fully developed. <laughs> How did you do the Nigelian hair? Oh uh, well, well, it's it's one of those things that was was quite tricky. I mean, it, it came <laughs> it, it came with like a little the the mask had a little sort of point on the mm. on the top but it's, it's one of those things like I'm, I'm sure i've explained before in, in in the napoli club shop for example you know you think marek hamjik his most defining characteristic is that novelty haircut yeah. that he's worn forever mm. but if you like buy a pencil sharpener or a biscuit tin with marek hamjik in it, it's got a short back and sides mm. it's, like, it's, it's probably like easier you, to model i guess yeah well it's i think that's it but you know come on great art comes at a price yeah and I, I think people would be prepared to pay for that it's like if you go and buy a, a memphis figurine in the leon club shop which obviously i've never done Much. might have considered it <laughs> he doesn't have any tattoos huh or is it like a sort of nerdy warhammer thing where you add them yourself Maybe. Oh, I like that a lot. Imagine creating Memphis's tattoos for him. <laughs> that would be something special. Yeah, that's that's the ramble for life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, look, guys, there is more football to come tonight. Um, it never stops, as we know. Tonight is the Carabao Cup. Oh, big games, actually. Arsenal. Well, Newcastle are uh, traveling to to Brentford for a place in the. In a domestic cup semi-final for the first time since 2004-2005. There's also Arsenal going up against Manchester City. Arteta has stressed that his team need fighters, not victims. Victims bring excuses. Mm. I'm not sure about the part of victim blaming. He's just about to (laughs) indulge in. See, at this point, though, I think it sounds like a reasonable point. Um, because based on the you know the way Arsenal have been so passive and let, letting football happen to them, yes, but that's, we should that's reiterate, not all he said, is it? We should reiterate that victims are not just necessarily passive people. They you know indeed, bad things happen indeed. to good people. Indeed, but in this in the context he's talking about, I think that you know that that that's not quite the same as broadly victim blaming. But, um, <laughs> what else has he said, Jim? Tell I'll, t- I'll tell you well. what, if he's listening to this, he's thinking, this is brilliant. They're not even talking about the numbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The relegation I, scrap, tell us. Shall I read what he said? Please, Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it anyway. I can't understand it. No, so can you can do I. it with like really clear punctuation? <laughs> I'll do the best I can. <laughs> um, last year, we won the game against Everton at right. home with a 25% chance of winning. You win 3-2. That's good. Last weekend, it was a 67% chance of winning any game in Premier League history. 
history and a 9% chance of losing and you lose. Any Three, game in Premier League history? Yeah, I mean, you, you have a my 67%. guess is as good as yours. Good Lord. 3% against Burnley and you lose. 7% against Spurs and you lose. There is something else apart from the performance on the pitch. It is something else that needs to go our way and at the moment it doesn't. I mean, what? It doesn't help. You don't help yourself, do you? If you're under pressure by coming out and, and sort of doing it. It reminds me a little bit of Rafa Benitez's fact rant where you come out and you, you, make, this, you make this quite um, kind of aggressive point that doesn't really make any sense. Do you think it's because, um, and I, I quite often think this about footballers and people in football generally, they are in this position where, you know, they're not famous for their delivery of words and sentences that's not their skill necessarily although as you become a manager yeah, it's probably you know, not important in the dressing room is it <laughs> that's okay look that's just not their main thing but if you're a footballer people probably you say anything people are like oh i must listen to what this footballer is saying because they're like yeah. famous right mm. and so maybe Mikel Arteta just sometimes he comes into a space and he just needs to fill it and so he just says words and thinks mm. maybe people won't listen to the content of it actually that's yeah. that's a basis i work on quite yeah. often too but oh i don't really with know less what success. to say don't really haven't got the words maybe I I'll, just I'll do use numbers. numbers. Yeah, I'll use numbers today. Yeah, or a code. It's yeah. a co- it's a code. <laughs> Andy, tell us what is he trying yeah. to tell us? <laughs> I don't know because I think Mourinho has done a lot better through just making up the numbers, really, yeah. because mm. the delivery is yeah. so much better. But it, it, isn't it funny that when you go back to the beginning of Arteta? Or the beginning of Arteta is, is head coach at Arsenal. Arteta begins. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think it's going to get to three parts. To no, be honest, Jim. I, I think it's amazing because the reason he thrives immediately is not because Arsenal are brilliant from minute one when he takes over, but because the communication is so much better than Emery. Mm. And it's funny actually when you look at Unai Emery, as time goes by, he's, he's clearly a decent man, but ends up being pilloried and parodied because under stress his English gets worse just like when he was at Paris Saint-Germain under stress his French got worse mm. which was you know it was, it was all right but it was never it's kind amazing. of understandable though isn't it but yeah yeah it, it, it totally is but if Arteta is about presentation is about delivery is about communication like what what have you got if you get to this point they've got two points from a possible 21 it's not enough. That's what it? they've got. That's a number for you. <laughs> yeah, there's a stat. Why do you reckon he's doing all these other stats that no one can understand? I wonder if actually he maybe I'm giving him too much credit here, but if he's trying to um, deflect from the team and and take the pressure on himself so that they because the team looks stressed out, don't they? They yeah. they don't look don't look happy, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm reaching here. I'm not really. Sh- I don't know what's going on, but um, there's. There must be some thinking behind it. He should turn up in see a, what it is. It should turn up in a literally a bit mask next time, I think. Um, just before we go, guys, we wanted to let you know about our plans uh, for Christmas. Well, I'm going to be sitting on my own, eating a mince pie and staring into space. Oh, sorry, the ramble plans. Yeah, yeah, okay. So- <laughs> Marcus Fish and Pete are going to be back with you tomorrow and then they're going to so they're going to do a preview show on Thursday Christmas Day is obviously the day after that keep an eye out for a very special gift from all of us at the Ramble on Christmas Day you can have all the other mince pies that I bought and now aren't going to be eaten we'll then be releasing two festive episodes on Monday and Tuesday next week the gang will get together for some Christmas laughs a few games as well we'll then return with an episode of the preview show on Wednesday before we round off the year with a bonus best of 2020 episode on New Year's Eve can't wait for all of that 
yeah, just chat to us on social media. Give us a listen. It'll be fine, won't yeah. it, guys? Yeah, it will. It's going to be a weird Christmas um, for everybody. Of course it is, but it is still Christmas, isn't it? So yes. we've just got to make the best of it. And in some cases, um, if you are able to go and see your family at a different time, the way I'm trying to look at it is that it's two Christmases, you know? So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. We hope you. We hope you're all right and okay in this weird time. You will be. Yeah, that's a really nice way of looking at it, Jim. Agreed. Thanks, dude. That kind of kind of helped how I was feeling as well. <laughs> so I hope it's helped you guys. Uh, as I say, Marcus, Vish, and Pete will be back tomorrow to get us all through uh, this festive period. As Jim says, look after yourselves, guys. It's all going to be all right in the in the long run. All right. Take care from everyone here. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 